0: Now, welcome to the Campus Lounge Coaches Show with David Carl. I am Jay Stickney. And, Coach, uh, this Pioneer team has now started 4-0 and on the young season. Found out today you jumped all the way up to number eight in the national rankings. And I know that personally that doesn't mean a lot to you right now this early. But uh, it's got to feel good that uh, this team, able to battle through a really tough game on Friday night at the Air Force Academy, and then came out on Saturday night, and just uh, erupted offensively. Yeah, it was
1: good to uh, win two different ways and, you know, to have our first road experience down at the academy. I it was a really good opportunity for us to, to, you know, to learn and grow and to take a step as a team. And uh, certainly it was not perfect, but we found a way to win the hockey game and um, thought our goaltending was excellent, uh, special teams down there generally very good, two power play goals, um, only give up the one on the penalty kill in the, you know, the final second there of the, of the period. And, uh, yeah, and then Saturday night, you know, I thought we, we did a very nice job of coming out, you know, you know, on all cylinders and it's, it's hard to, it's hard to sweep teams in college hockey and, you know, definitely, a even harder with a proud program like air force and, Um, I thought our guys did a very good job putting their foot on the gas um, right away there on Saturday night in front of our home crowd.
0: Yeah, I mean, the the big story, uh, there are a few of them on Saturday, but the the big one was Carter Savoy's hat trick. He ends up with six points, seven points combined on the weekend and uh, was the NCHC forward of the week. Um, And then uh, Sean Barron's just named defensive player of the week uh, as a freshman. Um, And the nominator for goaltender was was the other freshman, Matt Davis, getting a a shutout. And even though you win eight to nothing, you know, those are hard games for goaltenders to play. And and it just seemed like a a great moment when uh, he was able to get a shutout in his first collegiate game.
1: Yeah, no, it was great for Matty. And I thought he really had to earn his shutout. I mean, we we did give up three. Breakaways on the night um give up six chances off of the rush um which which was uncharacteristic you know in comparison to the Arizona State weekend and yeah I thought Maddie was you know he was excellent he was playing the puck well which is the strength of his game um and I thought he tracked it very well and and got us some key whistles um in different moments throughout the night so no those games are they are a little challenging for goaltenders but I thought Maddie was able to uh you know, have his focus and his mental edge uh, throughout the night and you speak of the other two, um, Sean has, you know, just gotten off to a fantastic start as a freshman and um, his brain and his competitiveness, you know, really allowing him to make a a real nice transition into college hockey. And, uh, you know, I thought Savoy was, he was really moving his feet on Saturday night and obviously the stick was hot. Um, He made some really, really nice finishing plays Um, you know, six points on the first six goals was very impressive.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, it's, uh, it, it's one of those moments where, uh, it was one of those games where he also had guys like Bobby Brink and Cole Gutman and, and Massimo uh, Rizzo that, you know, kept putting up big points themselves and, and yet couldn't even come close to Carter Savoy's numbers.
1: No, um, no, Carter. Yeah, no, it was one of those nights I was talking to him today and he's got a younger brother. Uh, Matt, who plays in Winnipeg in the Western Hockey League, and um, they they had a friendly, uh, brotherly battle um, on who would have the better weekend. I don't know what Matt ended up with, but I've seen some of the highlights on Twitter that Matt had put together over the weekend, and I know he was no slouch this weekend, but I asked Carter, I said, who, so whose was better? And he just giggled, and he said mine was.
0: Oh, yeah, so, no doubt. No doubt. Yeah. Well, I'm pretty, wasn't his brother like the number one draft pick in that league? Uh,
1: yes. Yep. Matt and, uh, verbally committed here for a, for a time and, um, ended up choosing to go to Winnipeg, but no hard feelings there. It's a great family. And, um, yeah, Matt, Matt played his time in Dubuque last year during the, the Western league shutdown because of COVID, uh, Matt played in the USHL and, and now he's back up with Winnipeg as a top prospect, uh, for the upcoming draft uh, should be a, a high first round pick, um, next summer.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, Christmas at the Savoy family in a couple of years is going to be pretty good. Yes, yes, it will be. Um, Well, you're moving on. You're going on your first official road trip. I I, I don't count the Air Force or Springs games just because you're still in a bus for about an hour each way. Um, So this is this is your first big road trip as a group. Uh, You're going to Providence Friday night uh, and driving the hour back to Boston to take on B.C., on Saturday, Saturday night, historically, these two teams, um, always among the best in college hockey. Uh, Providence uh, really had a, had a great run there about five or six years ago, and, and they've been competitive the whole way as well. Um, very surprising, I think, to a lot of us in, in, in college hockey to see the, 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 the Atlantic Hockey School Bentley beat Boston College, not only at BC, but by a 6-2 to two margin. Have you, um, have, you, have you heard any reason maybe why that occurred?
1: You know, I, I have not, and I haven't dug too much into BC yet. Um, we we're really just trying to focus on the Friday night game in Providence, but um, I, I have heard that Bentley is a very good hockey team this year. Um, I'm not remembering off the top of my head, but they did have another, I think they beat Ohio State as well. They split with Ohio State the first weekend of the year. Um, And so, I mean, you know, I think Bentley looks like um, maybe one of the top teams in that league and maybe everyone else is surprised, but I'm not sure people at Bentley are, um, which is, you know, it's great for college hockey to see things like that. As long as it's not Denver, it's happening to.
0: Um, No, I mean, for years, I I always came around that they were, you know, named after a car and obviously it's a very nice car, you know, who wouldn't want yes. a Bentley, but yes. um, in in my 22 seasons, Denver has never played Bentley. So I, I don't even know if I know what state they're in.
1: I'm right there with you, Jay. Okay. Uh, being from the West in Alaska, I, I couldn't tell you. I'm
0: going to, I'm going to guess Ohio.
1: Yeah, I think it's further East, but okay, you, you could, you could be right.
0: Well, then upstate New York seems to have about 107 colleges. Yeah. <laughs> um so yeah you play providence uh, they just dropped to number 12 uh they're off to a slower start but they they've played well and bc drops all the way to number 10 uh but still two huge tests for your young team but this is kind of a great opportunity for you guys to bond as a team you're going in a night earlier and and getting to do some stuff as a group
1: Yeah, we're uh, we're taking off a day earlier than we normally would um, just with the the time change and, you know, being able to adapt to that with our body clocks. So um, heading out Wednesday morning. So it's a short week for us uh, from a school and practice perspective here on campus. Um, And yeah, we expect two very good hockey games in Providence. Three and oh going into the icebreaker last weekend. They lose to Mankato five to two. Um, and then they lose to Duluth three to two in a really close hockey game. So uh their two losses, I would say, you know, they're they're battle tested. They've played some obviously very high quality opponents. Um, it'll be our first, you know, real test obviously against a ranked opponent. Um, you know, in Providence and Boston College both. So our only opportunity to play hockey seems this year, it's you know, it's huge for the pairwise even bigger if you can win on the road because um, you get bonus points on the road. So um, our guys are very much looking forward to getting out east and um, playing two quality opponents.
0: All right, we'll take a quick break, come back with the head coach David Carl. This is the Campus Lounge Coaches Show. Um, we are back at the Campus Lounge Coaches Show with David Carl. I'm Jay Stickney and Pioneers start 4-0 and on the year. They sweep Arizona State and then swept the Air Force Academy now going on the road to uh, two big hockey East uh, powerhouses Providence and Boston College and uh, coach after the Arizona State weekend you had said going into Air Force that that really you wanted to work on your special teams obviously the penalty kill uh, as well as the power play and uh, were you happy with the development of both groups
1: yeah I think we saw um, growth uh, particularly on the the penalty kill and, you know, as I said, in my post game comments, the kill is, um, it's an interesting one to work on, you know, in the training camp and at the start of the year, Um, it's, you know, as much as you want to try and replicate game situations, um, to get that live ammo and actually prepare for tendencies that you see on video of another opponent, um, it just, it doesn't replicate itself um, in training camp and in practice like it does normally um during the season so you know it's a bit of a flip of a coin sometimes with with the penalty kill and how that's going to start off the year obviously it started off very poorly against Arizona State um better on the weekend I think seven for eight and um we fully believe and understand that our penalty kill be a strength of ours a lot of new you know personnel as well without hiking and Olishevsky, Durflinger Um, those guys were mainstays on our penalty kill uh, for the last few years so you're seeing more Gutman, Brink, you're even seeing Savoy um, on the kill, McCade Webster, Carter Mazur, um, Carter King. There's just, there's new faces. And so a um, lot of different reads and timing situations that the guy got to get comfortable in. And I, I thought we showed um, some growth in that area. And then obviously the power play um, at the hands of Coach Ferguson um, was very efficient all weekend long, um, going two for two. On Friday night, um, down in their building, at, at very different moments of the game, but both critical times, and then uh, three for six on uh, on Saturday night to to really you know blow the doors off and and give ourselves some breathing room. So uh, happy of both special teams going to be tested in again different ways, just as we are five on five uh, against teams like Providence and Boston College on the road and in tough environments.
0: Another thing I noticed in in both the Arizona State Series and the Air Force Academy Series, there were more four on threes than than you normally see in a lot of games. And and you were four on three, both on the power play and the penalty kill, which I'm sure are are special teams that you probably don't practice that much.
1: No, you don't. Um, You know, you'll work uh, five on four um, and you'll even work five on three. Uh, But the four on three, you know, Typically you're just you're normally just drawing it up on the board. Um, you know, general idea of, of what you're doing. Um, you know, you might rep through it like we've rep through it four on zero, um, just so we have a, a general idea, cause you you wanna have a plan. I think four on threes are you'd rather have a, a four on three than a five on four. So you wanna be able to execute when you get those opportunities. Um, and obviously you have a guy that can shoot it like Savoy, um, you know, coming down and, and ripping one. Um, as high glove I believe or high blocker um, that that helps as well
0: <laughs> you can't coach uh, that uh, <laughs> very often but it it does help to have somebody put up six points in a game And uh, the Carter Savoy NCHC forward of the week um, also you had one player that was out both games again that was Justin Lee uh, any word early in the week now if, if he's going to be able to play in Providence
1: Um, Yeah, we're still unsure. Um, We're hopeful that he can make the trip um, and be available to us. But um, early in the week here, we still, um, it's day by day with him and just how his body's reacting um, to the injury that he has. So um, I'm hopeful, but I'm not 100% confident that he will be available to us yet.
0: Okay, and then, and now with the play, uh, Matt, Davis, the goaltender, the freshman goaltender, getting that shutout. Is there more of a chance of a, a possible split or rotation this weekend?
1: Yeah, that's that's a great question. Um, you know, I think we'll we'll probably continue to evaluate that situation throughout the week here. And um, you know, I know this this airs a little bit later in the week. We recorded on Monday. Um, He's very good in practice today, and um, obviously played exceptionally well um, on Saturday. So. Um, we wanted him to come in here and and to earn minutes and to take minutes away from Magnus. And I think, um, you know, from what he showed, um, he's, he's making us have to make hard decisions here, which is great.
0: Well, you know, and on top of that, you look at some of these players that, that got their first action this weekend that, that really came out and, and made an impact on both sides of the ice. I mean, guys like Lane Crenson and Brett Edwards, um, you know, buried a little bit in the depth chart and they both got a shot this weekend and and really uh, uh, did not disappoint.
1: No, it's it's great. I mean, we're four games in and everybody's been able to play um, at least one game, Um, you know, and I think that's a testament to our depth, but it also, I think it's great for just to keep people involved and um, help the development of our team because um, injuries or absences are going to happen um, at some juncture. You know, with World Juniors, and um, so we need people to to feel confident that when they do step in the lineup, that they can contribute and and help us win hockey games. Um, so everybody adds value um, in different ways, but it's great to to see, um, like I said, someone like Lane, not played a lot in his career, but I thought he came in on on Saturday night and really provided an element uh, for the group. He he takes two penalties that, that I don't necessarily agree with, but He's doing what he's in there to do is to be physical and uh, be a predictable hockey player, which uh, which I thought he did an excellent job of.
0: Yeah, another excellent job I thought you guys did of, of staying on the ice. And, and you said Air Force coach Frank Saratori did it as well when the team honored uh, uh, head coach George Guazdecki as as well as the, the other uh, DU uh, Hall of Fame inductees. And uh, really a classy and great moment, uh, especially when, when George was also... Honored at the at the uh, opening puck drop.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's um, you know, I think it's it's time um, for for coach to you know to bring him back and, and make sure that he's fully a part of this thing because he's a huge part of um, the history and the foundation um, that we have um, has impacted so many people and the program in so many different ways to to get it to the point that it is today. Um, you know, obviously they were, they were celebrated on Friday night when we were at Air Force, um, in a more formal setting. So we, we just, we felt we needed to honor him and in, in our way and, um, Saturday night, having that opportunity to stay out at the intermission, um, to show our support for him, uh, as the current team that that's carrying the flag right now of the Denver pioneer tradition, um, that he's so, um, ingrained in, I thought was really important and vital, um, you know, to to show him that. So um, obviously was was a great moment for everybody. I thought the, the crowd did a great job staying in their seats, um, the standing ovation he got, um, you know, we've we've had a lot of people honored at Magnus, but I'm not sure there's been a standing ovation um, quite like that for anybody that's come onto the ice before in, in my time um, here at Denver. So it was a great honor for coach, um, well-deserved and um, a huge part of, of the past. and uh, present and future Denver hockey.
0: All right. Well, uh, coach, uh, obviously a big, big travel weekend for you and your young team, uh, taking on Providence and Boston college and, uh, looking forward to, to be there for the puck drop.
1: Yeah. We'll see you out there, Jay. Don't miss the flight.
0: I know it's been unbelievable. It's been so long that I, I even forget, you know, you know, do I stay with the team or not? So this is going to be exciting. Yeah. All right, Dave, I will see you uh, Thursday in Providence. DJ. All right, that's head coach David Carl. This has been the Campus Lounge Coaches Show. Uh, join us this Thursday and then every other week on Wednesday night on ESPN 1600.